This is the Anderson Business Advisors Podcast, the show for real estate investors, stock traders, and business owners. We help you keep more of what you earn and protect what you've built. Let's get started. Hey guys, you're listening to the Anderson Business Advisor Podcast. My name is Toby Mathis and I'm joined by Tyler Sass, right? Is that, did I say the name right? It's actually sassy. Yeah. Sassy. I, you know what? I was thinking about it because I've talked to you a million times and I'm always like, I always just say Tyler. So like you get used to yeah. never really caring about somebody's last name, but sassy. All right. And uh, tell them a little bit about yourself because you're, you're like, you're like one of my uh, YouTube heroes. You got a huge following and you do a great job, <laughs> but you're not the typical guest that I bring on here. Tyler's cool because he runs a welding school. And I'm just going to call this why everybody needs to learn to weld, but tell them about your school and how you got into it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate you. Uh, <clears throat> I appreciate you having me on here, Toby. Really cool. Um, I'm, my name's Tyler Sassy. I'm the founder and CEO of Western Welding Academy. Uh, I'm definitely probably not somebody that you normally have on here, but I dropped out of high school when I was 16 years old. And, and I believe, you know, I just kind of believe if you, if you believe in something, you should go after it with your whole heart, you know, and, and, uh, welding has been everything to me. I've, I've been in this industry since I was 18 years old and it's, it's been a phenomenal career and I've, I've made some really good money doing it. So. Well, I, I, I yeah. love the fact that you do that, but how did you start your school? Cause you know, anybody can just Google Tyler Sassy, just S-A-S-S-E. And just go out there and take a look at all the videos and stuff. But how how do you get it? How do you get going there? Because that's not normal. Like most people don't just say, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to be an internet star one day." I just uh, what should I do? I should go out there and get you know tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands in your case of followers. How did you get there? Yeah, yeah. You know, it was actually my wife's idea. She she was getting kind of frustrated with uh, me traveling all over the place, and you know, I was I'm kind of a hustler. I like to go where the work is, where the money is, and and, uh, one day, you know, we, we used to get laid off every winter and take a couple months off and kick back and do some work around the house. And, and it was one winter she said, Hey, you know, I think you ought to, you ought to figure out a way to make a living that doesn't involve, you know, going to the job everywhere, wherever the job is. And, and I'm like, well, this is all I know. You know, I don't have a master's degree or doctorate degree. I, you know, I'm, I'm like you, Toby, I'm not a lawyer. I don't have anything I can fall back on and welding's all I know. And, and, uh, it's all I really honestly want to do. And, so she said, just figure out a way to bring the work to you instead of you going to the work. And that's kind of where the idea of, of, you know, starting a welding school. So we, we moved back to Gillette, Wyoming is, um, you know, I, I, I wasn't born here, but I love this place. And, you know, it's one of the least populated states in America and the, the weather and, you know, some of the trains a little harsh, but I, I really like this place. We started out here it was a challenge, definitely getting this thing off the ground. And, you know, I didn't know anything about running a school. And so it was just a lot of research and, and, you know, start writing a curriculum and building the marketing strategy. And that's basically what it took, you know, and we've been going about four years now. I've had some just insane, tremendous success, the marketing and, you know, podcasts, creating content and, and putting it out there and just, just showing people what we do. And it's really touched a lot of people. It's, it's engaged, uh, and, you know, just like anything, if you put out good stuff and, and, uh, a lot of people will follow you and, and pretty soon, you know, you, I don't know, you got a big old online following, I guess. I never really set out, never thought I'd be doing something like this, but, but it just, you know, part of the territory, I guess. That's probably why people, they, they see the authenticity in you and they realize that here's a guy who, who loves his trade. Like you said it, it's what you eat, sleep and breathe, right? Is, you know, welding inside and out. 
And here it is, you are now teaching new generation to do something with their hands. And I say everybody should learn welding, including me. Like I, we were talking before the before the show and I was like, you know, I have really great property managers and, and I have really good contractors and stuff. But if I, if I had a job on one of my properties and it required welding, I wouldn't know the first thing. I should learn how to do it too. And I'm like, if, if I should learn how to do it, probably everybody out there could learn how to do it. But for those of you who are thinking about, hey, I got kids or net nieces, nephews, whomever, and you're trying to give them guidance, Tyler, share some of the numbers with people. Like if they go yeah. through your school, what's your typical amount of money that your graduates are making right out of school and then a few years later? So kind of going back to that, that, that welding is such a skill because it comes in handy. Uh, you know, there's so many different little, if your wife wants a new lampshade or you got a broken A arm on your side by side or your, your, you know, four wheeler or whatever. I mean, welding is such a, it's a, such a skill that has come in so handy all over the place. And what a lot of people don't realize that every product that we just totally take for granted, whether it's a computer or a cell phone or a, I mean, even this monster energy drink I'm drinking, you know, it's all made possible through high pressure process piping that makes these products available to us as, as humans and welders put all that pipe together and, and make sure everything's working right. So the welding skills is really critical. You know, I dropped out of high school at 16. It's not something I really try to advocate or push to anybody because I feel like finishing high school is a pretty low bar. You know, you should do it. So I tell my kids, like, just, just finish high school. It's not that, it's not that big a but deal. Dad, you um, didn't. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> right. That's what I hear from my oldest, especially, but you know, it's, uh, my best year ever. Now, now granted, I was working a lot of hours, but you know, my best year, I made $352,000 and that's, that's just sweat and, and, $352,000 as a welder. Yes. By the hour W2 employee, you know, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like that's pretty good. You know, the, <laughs> I just want that and, to sink in for people because they always think like, I need to become a lawyer. Well, the lawyer, an average lawyer might make a hundred grand a year, you know, the average, like there's a lot less, there's some people more welders are right there with them. Like it, there's a lot of professions where we're like, Oh, I could be this. I could be that 350,000 bucks. And is that like, yeah. th that's still probably not the most common. Like what, what's a typical, like, Hey, somebody graduates, wh what are they probably looking at? Not 350, but, but what are they probably looking at? Yeah. And I think the, um, you know, a, if a hundred thousand, 150,000, you know, and it, it all comes back to that work ethic. Like how, how hard are you going after it? You know, the, um, we've got a guy, I, I don't want to say his name, um, but he's from Reno, Nevada. He's got the record here for Western Welding Academy graduates. His paycheck was over $10,000. I've got proof of it. And here's a 21-year-old kid making over 10 grand a week. Now, granted, wait, wait, he's wait, not wait, making wait, wait, that wait. every Ten, week. 10,000 a week? So he made 10,000 after right. graduating in a week. Yes, yes. Now, granted, he's not making that every single week, but but there was a week that he made over $10,000. That I mean, as a as a a 21 year old kid, show me, you know, there's a lot of 21 year old kids who are still running around trying to figure out what to do with their life. And when you, when I look at like society and, and our nation, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm a huge, uh, history buff. I love history and I love understanding economics, you know, and, and when I look at the, the strength and health of a nation, it comes down to our, our economics and it's our ability to produce things as a country, as a whole. And, uh, you know, that's what the, our economics are based on that. What, what stands in the way of, you know, our ability to, to f quickly get things to market innovation and, and industry, 
you know, welding is a huge piece of that. And that's why they pay so much money for guys that are really talented and, and mm-hmm. girls, you know, and, you know, you got to have the skill, but you got to have that work ethic, accountability, integrity. You know, you got to show up when you say you're going to show up. You got to work all day. You got to pass drug tests. You got to, you know, own your mistakes when you make them. Everybody makes mistakes. And that's one of the things we're really focused on is teaching work ethic, accountability, integrity and welding skill. Our mission here is to build a better generation. Um, you know, start with that bottom layer, blue collar layer. Let's, let's have a society that can put a force of people out there that can really accomplish at a high level. And, and that's what's going to really strengthen our nation uh, economically, which I don't know. That's what I'm, I'm really driven to do that. I tend to agree. That's with what wakes you. me up. I tend to agree with you, Tyler. And, you know, without getting into the, the, the whole soapbox thing, but I think there's a lot of folks that would be like, I wish the schools taught you the basics of integrity, being exactly who you yeah. are, being true to yourself, yep. instead of trying to get some sort of weird brainwashing thing when they're going to try to believe certain things and all that. Like we're seeing yep. the ramifications of that. But in the real world, and I deal with a ton of investors, they need folks that they can depend on. And it sounds to me like yep. something that you teach is one of your core principles is that idea of being reliable and being somebody that when they say they're going to be somewhere at a certain time, they're actually there. And that's what you teach at your school along with teaching them how to weld as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we got, we got really good at teaching the welding portion, you know, very quickly. And, and one of our core values is that we're never satisfied. And so it's, there's no doubt we continually improve that curriculum as, as we learn more and more. But what we really found that, that, the world and what these contractors and employers, what they really want is work ethic, accountability and integrity. And when we, we really made that the cornerstone of what we were building, that, that was like putting gas on the fire. You know, when you want to talk about employers that are just stacked and they're, they're happy to pay that money for people that, you know, really fundamentally understand those three traits. Kind of a weird concept, huh? (laughs) Give them what they want and you'll you'll be rewarded. Hey, uh, so you're a typical graduate. Are they going to be right around a hundred grand like coming out? So like if I go to your school and by the way, I know that your school, I just happen to know this because I work with Tyler all the time. He has groups that will cover your tuition, I think, right? They'll even loan your tuition out and then they'll take it out of your pay in the future. But how much is it to go to welding school? Like if I was going to go and I was going to get competent enough to get certificate, you know, certifications where I can start working. What does that look like for me? So we're one of the best, but we're not one of the cheapest, you know, um, it's a six month program. There's seven certifications that you get and it's 30 grand. It's just a shade under 29 and some change. But hold on for a second. You're comparing yourself like that's not expensive. 30 grand to get a certificate, seven different, seven, seven certifications. And this is that, is that room and board or is that just the tuition? That's just the tuition. Yep. And uh, thanks to you, we were able to put together a deal where now we offer uh, student housing. I'm I'm pretty proud of that. That because the thing of it is, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Hats off to you, Toby. You know, 98 percent of our students they come from out of state, and they've all got to you know they've all got to have a place to stay and and live while they're here. And that was a big uh, barrier that we were just able to recently remove. So we're pretty proud of that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a plug and play. So if I spend 30 grand. Plus, you know, I'm already going to have room and board, but whatever case, you guys have that available for them. There's actually a group that will cover the 30, right? And then you pay them back as, as, as you work. So you're that competent. Is, could you imagine that regular university, they charge you 200 grand for an English degree. And then they say, by the way, pay me out of the, out of your profits as a, as an English teacher, right? Yes. There wouldn't. Yeah. So is, is that what they do uh, with, with your group? 
Yeah. So there's a, there's a couple of things that I think you might be talking about. So one, we've got employers that have put these programs together because they're so desperate for these people that they put these programs together where if you front the tuition and then you come to work for them, they've got these programs where they'll pay you basically in a sense, it's your, they, they do a tuition reimbursement program where they're reimbursing your tuition every month that you work for them. So, nice. so if you get with the right employer, they're going to totally, yeah, they're going to pay you out that tuition. Um, over a two year period is, is what the most of them are doing. Then there's another group that it's a financial aid company called Mia Share that we work with where they're, uh, it's called an income share agreement. So they'll front the, the tuition money. That's up what I was referring you. to. Like somebody who doesn't yes. have a ton of money, or let's just say yep. it's me and my kid is like, Hey, yep. I don't know what to do. Go here. They'll cover the tuition yep. and then you're going to be working it off. Is, is that what they're doing? Exactly. Yeah. So it's an agreement to share your future income and they take a, basically every paycheck, they take a little sliver of that until the tuition's paid back. So it's a way for somebody who doesn't have a lot of money or somebody that doesn't have a, you know, they don't come from a great family or somebody, you know, a bunch of support, but they really want to do this and they're committed and they're all in. They can, they can sign up with me and share, get an ISA. It's called income share agreement. It's an agreement to share your future income. One of the things that's really popular about that program is it's not like a standard student loan where you've got to pay it no matter what, right? If it, uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether you're working or not, you got to pay the note on it. This is it, if there's no income, you don't pay. So they've got really into the economics of our model and they're like, no, these, these guys go to work. And so you only pay when you're working, which works out really well. If you break your leg or you, you know, you miss a job or whatever it is, you take a little time off for the holidays and you're not working, then you don't pay because there's no income. So it's something that it works really well. It's it's been a really successful program. How many students you graduated at this point? This year we'll do just over five hundred. We, we've been in business four years. So, so the market though needs how many how many welders? Like I I know that the trades everywhere I look they're saying there's yeah. not enough people. There's not enough people. How bad is it in welding? Like like is is because there's going to be demand going in for quite a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a report out. The American Welding Society puts out a report every year. I, I, last year they had a deficit of 500,000 or 600,000. I mean, the number's so high that I'm like, I'm not quite, we're not doing enough yet to where I'm like, we're making a dent in that, but it was in the hundreds of thousands. And the thing of it is every year when I look at that report, it just gets worse. It doesn't get any better, you know, because, you know, a lot, a lot of people, they go into welding and it, as a, as a career, it's a great career, but there's so many avenues to it. There's, it's such a massive industry that they end up finding some little niche or, you know, some, some place that they really like to work. And it turns into a, you know, cause in the, especially in the piping industry where there's a thousand, you know, everything from quarter inch little tube, uh, stainless steel tube that ties in some acid to a machine that makes a computer chip to a, you know, a big 30 inch main steam on a powerhouse. There's so many, it covers so many different industries and they'll, they'll end up getting in these little niche markets where they're not out like hustling these shutdowns or, or working these long, long days, short nights, you know, they're, they're working close to home. And so, Mm -hmm. so the need for guys that are out there, guys and girls that are out there doing these power plant shutdowns and working these refineries and, you know, there's just a massive gap. One of the things we do this thing called the blue collar tour. I don't know if I've actually even told you about this, Mm -hmm. but we travel all across the country. And we meet with high schools and we talk about the trades because obviously welding is, is such a need. There's, there's a big deficit there, but in all the trades, plumbing, electrical, machining, uh, carpentry, all these trades are just massively suffering. 
And we actually caught the attention of the DOD and we work with a group over there, really, really good people. But one of the things that they've told us over and over is, is that, the, that one of the biggest national security threats that we're facing right now as a nation is the lack of a blue collar workforce. So they're super excited on our blue collar tour because we're, you know, we're just conveying and we use social media, you know, we, we, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you know, we're, we're creating content all along the way, but you know, this year we went to 27 different high schools literally from West coast to East coast, big tour bus, kind of like a rock band. It's a pretty cool deal. And the kids just, they're ecstatic, you know, when we show up and put these events on for them, but we'll kick this off again, blue collar tour in 2024. It'll kick off in January. So. And how do you find out more about that? Effort. Do you just go to your YouTube or do they need to go to your uh, web page? Yeah. Any, any of our social media, um, if you click the link in the bio, any of our, if you at Western welding Academy, any of the, any of our social channels, or you can go to our website, which is apply to weld.com. Apply to weld.com. Yeah. So, and and how long are they like, so if if six months, is this eight hours a day? Is this 12 hours a day? Is this something where like you're leaving home and you're going and you're doing an intensive, like how, yeah intrusive is this going to be like is it it, you have to go here and you're going to spend six months learning how to weld day in and day out we run it just like a job site so it's it's uh basically it's baby steps to the big leagues is is what we say we we, uh we run three eight-hour shifts so um if you go to our website you fill out an application the student selection team will reach out to you and they'll walk through your application if you're accepted they'll start working you through financial aid and housing and what it takes to get on campus and what you should expect. And, and then when you get on campus, right before you get on campus, they assign your shift. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, the school runs 24 hours a day, five days a week. First shift starts at six o'clock in the morning. It's an eight hour shift, goes till two o'clock in the afternoon and then 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. is second shift. And we do a whole shift handoff, just like on an industrial job site, you know, when you got day shift, night shift. And then third shift is from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And we keep the shifts very well balanced. And the whole entire school is set up just like an industrial job site with a tool room. And there's a I, I could go on for days, honestly, but um, the way cool. we have it set up. I'm actually like, yeah, it's it's yeah. You should come tour it, honestly. I'm I mean, it's come uh, tour it, but I'm like, I want to I want to now I want to learn how to weld, too. So like, I'm yeah, projecting at this point. <laughs> no, you'd love it, Toby. I'll tell you what. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Um, but as they go through that experience, they, they really get a, it, it's when, when they hit their first job, mm-hmm. the, the shock factor is no longer there because they've been doing it every day right at Western Welding Academy. So it's, it works really, really well. Yeah. And so your grads immediately walk in, they're making money, time well spent, something they can always fall back on no matter what they're doing. Six months out of your life, you learn how to do this. Again, I'm just talking to everybody out there because I, like I know people and they're always saying, I don't know what to do. Well, you got two choices, right? Yeah. You're going to go military. You're going to learn a trade. Like if you don't know, don't go to college, please. If you don't have an objective to achieve, right? It's like, right. Here's something that they could immediately go out there and start generating income instead of being in a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar hole with a four year degree that they're not going to use. We're, we're, we're joking about right. that. I have a, my uh, brother-in-law has a master's and he's, he's suffering a little bit and he keeps going, but I have a master's. And I'm like, yeah, that in a buck might get you a cup of coffee. It's like, it it doesn't open the door for you. You don't have a, a skill. It's not like, you know, you got lawyer, doctor, dentist, pharmacist, something where there's a licensing hurdle. Those things tend to have great value, but you just have a regular degree and you realize you may never use it. 
it's frustrating for a lot of people, but here you're going to get something that you're going to be able to immediately use. And even if you're an investor, you're just a business owner, you're going to still, you are learning a skill set that has value to you, period, no matter what, because yeah. you're going to be a, a better investor at, at a minimum. Yeah. For three generations now, we've been telling our kids as a society, like, if you want to be successful in life, you must go to college. Mm -hmm. But maybe you go to a two year, but most people are going to four or six year. Well, that if, you know, if the average is four years, that's four years that you, maybe you work at Taco Bell or you're stocking shelves at the Walmart or something, but you're not, you're not making any money, right? You're just barely getting by. And with this, it's a committed six months. But then you got three and a half more years. Uh, you know, we put this little diagram together on a poster and we put it in these high schools because we want to convey to them that this is three and a half years of earning potential that you got. It's a leg up you got on everybody else. Yep. And like economically, when I, when I look at you got all these people going to college, getting these, these degrees, like you said, English degrees, all that does. Now, if I'm, if I'm a person, I go out and I get this English degree and I, and I realize that. I don't now I don't have necessarily skills, you know, I'm still going into entry level jobs. So maybe the 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 marketplace says okay, the entry level job pays $18 an hour. Well, mm -hmm. when everybody, when it's when it's whole society's got $100,000 worth of debt that they're paying on, mm -hmm. I, I can't work for $18 an hour. So it raises the the entry level wages which which increases the cost of everything else, all the products, goods, services that we, we use. I mean, you know more about this probably than I do, but so it, it just makes everything expensive. And all we're doing is we're shifting all this debt onto our kids and they're not getting anything out of it, you know, and it, as a whole nation, it's holding us back. Honestly. You should be a politician, my friend. Uh, and I shouldn't, be, I don't want to bang on all the English majors. I'm just saying that there's certain degrees sure. that we get where, you right. know, they're being subsidized by other degrees. I used to always say that it's like the you know, you go to the major university and the, the engineering degree is the same as the English degree, but they're not the same value when it comes down to what you're going to get paid in the workforce. And it's just, that's just reality, right? It's not to denigrate any degree, but you shouldn't, you should be looking at that stuff when you're deciding whether it's valuable or not. You know, again, a medical degree is worth a lot, right? So you maybe you pay more for it, but certain degrees, you're not, they're not going to come with a financial reward. And that's not knocking the degree is just being real. And here you're going to get a financial reward immediately, boom, by learning to weld, which is what I'm going to call this now. Tyler, is going to be my, one of my favorite videos. It's going to call why you, why you should learn to weld. Maybe we'll call it a side gig. But uh, reality-wise yeah. is everybody should learn how to do some of the trades. You should get learn how to yeah. go out there. Last thing I'm going to ask you, because you, you mentioned guys and girls, you're fairly equally represented, or you're seeing this mostly men, or you're seeing a lot of women coming into the welding. You know, obviously we're equal opportunity, so we consider every application equally. Um, but in ninety five percent men, five percent women, I would say. Need more um, women. And welders. that's just based on the Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And they make they make incredible welders, to be honest. You know, I think us men, when we when we go to learn something, we kinda we have testosterone. So we're like immediately we're like, Well, well I don't know how to do that, right? Yeah, right. And the women, you're like, well, do it like this. And you show them and they're like, oh, okay. And then they just do it, right? <laughs> it's hilarious watching. And they learn faster. Um, you know, Weldon takes a lot of finesse too. And I think women are, they're, they're better at it, you know, but, but yeah, it, about 95%. Uh, well, we yeah, need more women so. welders and w women should be welders too. We'll do that. Maybe that could be your next <laughs> thing. It's really go out there and make a you know, transformation in society. It's like, probably better welders. They're better investors. Like statistically, like, <laughs> get into that. it's like, Hey yeah. guys, you tend to get beat up when you're a trader, right? The women do better. 
Sorry. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not chasing. They're not trying to. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just reality. Let's just be straight up, you know? So, yeah. uh, Not going to hide anything. We're just going to put it all out there. So uh, I'll put your links in the show notes and make sure that people can, can find you and get people to go over to your YouTube channel. I just want to say thank you for coming on. And you certainly made a good case for why people should be considering welding as even if it's not a career choice but i would say yes for young people's especially this is a great way to to have money coming in and then doesn't mean that you abandon your other degrees and things like that but now you have an income source coming in you're not completely dependent on borrowing money which could put you in a bad situation and then you're also you always have a fallback right yeah yeah no that's right especially with with a lot of the things coming out with artificial intelligence and you know the, these trades aren't going anywhere they're the they're the bedrock of society and you know my my last thing i would say <laughs> right the you know, AI takes over everybody else's job and the welders are like it's try to do this machine <laughs> right right any of the trades you know and yeah that's the the thing that i i tell everybody is is look at the roi look at the return on investment you know and just run it simply by the numbers you won't be disappointed I love it. All right. We're going to send them your way, Tyler. This is awesome. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. No, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Show notes for links to everything mentioned in this episode can be found on our website at andersonadvisors.com slash podcast. Be sure you subscribe to our podcast. And if you are already a subscriber, please provide us a review of what you thought of this episode. 